So, Love Island Season 1. An in-depth review by Tom McManus. Let's no. go. Nope. Oh, come on. No. Oh, I've not actually seen Season 1, so it doesn't matter. But, I don't. you know, my evening's a fire right now. Is it better than anything happening? Oh, yeah, so much. Wrestling. So much. Like, not everything. Like, yeah. it's not better than NXT, no. but it's better than anything Raw and SmackDown is doing. It's an incredible show. Incredible, incredible show. Uh, it's probably what, my worst nightmare, so I'm <sighs> never going to watch But that's because you've not watched it. Yeah, I just I, I, I thought that, and then I sat down. And I, I think I'd just ha- end up, like, losing even more faith in humanity. This is, it, it is garbage TV of the highest order. What is it? But it is great garbage TV. Is it better than Iran versus Morocco from the World Cup? I can imagine so, yes. No, 90th minute goal with the head. <laughs> Ball went in the net. <laughs> That's good football. I'm going to be doing football reviews every week whilst the World Cup's on. What we should do is we should do, like, at the same time, we'll just <clears> talk at the same time. I'll do a Love Island review and you yeah. do a football review. Yeah. And then we give the people what they want on this wrestling-based podcast. I think they probably still listen to us talking over each other about Love Island. and Because, you know what, Num- numbers are so low. The ones we've got, we've fucking got by the balls. Oh, we have, haven't we? <laughs> We, we have, could talk about anything. We and have still a tight, tuning. tight grip yeah. on our on our listener base. Well, let's talk about wrestling. Then. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's have a little bit of a chat about wrestling. So, uh, it's going to be a bit of a weird one because obviously we go out on a Monday. Um, so, but we're recording Saturday morning. Mm. So, everything that will have happened by Monday will have happened, and we won't have seen it yet. Mm. So. This is going to be tricky. One of them things that mm. that happens when you can't hence time the love, travel. Hence the Love <laughs> Island and football speak to try and yeah. string desperately string this out to an hour. Yeah. But we'll we'll get by. We'll get. If by. you're listening to this on a Monday, mm. well, England have played by then. We could maybe do like a prediction. I won't lie. I have no right. idea. Let me let me bring the fixtures up. I think they will have. Maybe we could say. We could start this podcast like sort of saying. So, what a weekend! England won against. Uh, uh, don't, don't, is yeah, it no, no. is it the second match of the World Cup? No, it's their not the second match of the World Cup in general. It's England's second match, or is it their first one? That'd be the first, first one, I think. I thought they played on Thursday. No, they didn't start on Thursday. It started on. Oh, it did yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, that's so up to date. I Congratulations am. to England who uh, England won their World first game. There we go. Against uh, Tunisia, Tunisia on Monday that's at seven o'clock. Yeah. So if you're listening oh, to this, oh no, I've got a sweepstake um, at home with my family, and I have both England because we've divided it by how many there are. I have both England and Tunisia in my sweepstake. Well, you've won both ways. How's that bad? Yeah, but I've also lost both ways. But look on the positive, Tom. You've won both ways. But look on the negative. I've lost both Listen, ways. Listen, Tunisia aren't going to win anything. You don't know that. Right. I don't have Panama, good so that's God. good. Oh, shit. Do I have Panama? I think your family have deliberately, s- uh, they've deliberately set you up here, Tom. I definitely don't have Belgium, so hopefully that should be all right. I'm going to have my sandwich now. To answer your question, Paul, no, by the time this podcast goes out, England wouldn't have played yet. Right. Because they're playing Monday evening. Yeah, in the evening. Oh, that is that is devastating. I wish we hadn't gone on to this topic of discussion. So we've got 
um, Takeover. Yes, so we'll have, we'll have had Takeover, which I'll mm-hmm. be watching tonight and I'm very excited for. Love a good Takeover. Yep. Uh, and then we'll have Money in the Bank, which I have... I don't think there's ever been a pay-per-view I've been less excited for. Really? Yeah, I'm really like no. the build to this is just even big matches like Ronda Nia. I'm just I'm not interested at all. I am. I'm like I'm eating a sandwich, by the way, salmon and cucumber mm. from a posh shop. From from Booth's sponsored by shop. Booths. Oh, have we got a new sponsor now? Yeah, well now that I'm eating their sandwich. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> money in the bank for me is like. I don't know. Just just the landmark match of the Money in the Bank match yeah. is what I want to tune in to. Now just, you've got two as well. I just don't care about Money in the Bank anymore. I don't know what it is like. I guess because it was so lackluster last year with yeah Corbin with Corbin, and then uh, I guess Carmella's cash in was really good, but it was the first one, so she kind of had to win. Mm. Um, so there wasn't really any sort of debate. So do you think? Um, Asuka's going to beat Carmella. The title. I really hope so, because I'd really like them to not mess up both women's divisions on the same night. What, you mean Nia and Ronda? Well, I think Nia and Ronda has already messed up the Raw women's division, because this is way too soon, and they've lost a really potentially capable babyface in Nia, and now we've just got generic heel Nia again, which is... Fine, because she's good at it, but at the same time, I was excited to see where that face push went, and it's gone nowhere. It's gone nowhere. Absolutely nowhere, and it went nowhere really fast as well. Have you re-evaluated you bigger than Hogan? No, no, there's time. There's time. There's time. Okay. Hogan wasn't a star from day one. Hogan had to do sure. Rocky Free first. Uh-huh. Nia just needs to find a Rocky Free. Do you think she needs to? She needs to find a Thunderlips. <laughs> oh dear. Nia just needs to find a Thunderlips and then we'll have a star on our hands. I'm just trying to think now whether they'll put the belt on Ronda. I think they've got to. I think it's the only way to save it. That would be odd, wouldn't it? You don't think that's odd? What, Ronda Rousey is a WWE champion? Now. Right now, mm. yes. Because mm. I think it's way too soon. And I also think, what was the point? Why not just do it at Mania? If you're going to do it this quickly, mm-hmm. why not just have done it at Mania? Because surely that would have been a bigger marquee. Yeah. Very interesting. That's why That's why I'm, I'm intrigued to watch it. I think it'll be a good match. I think it will. Plus, it's, a li- it's more of a... <clears throat> People are going to watch it because it's Ronda's first singles. It? Yeah, I no, I I I totally get that people are going to watch it, and I think I'm I'm excited to see where they go with it. But I just think this is too soon and too risky with Ronda, mm. considering that you've already had to kill a character to do this. Yeah, it's like why risk killing two? Why not just? It was the the annoying thing was there was really strong matches there for Ronda. There was a really great match in in Ronda Natalia, which we'll still probably get, but it was just when you have such a potentially good safe match, why would you not do that? So you think that Nia Jax against Ronda isn't a good match? I don't see how. 
I, I the quality of the match aside, my issue is I don't see how this match ends without damaging one person. Because in my head, Nia is already damaged because she's lost the thing that made her unique, the face push, and now she's just back to being generic big girl heel. <clears throat> it wasn't uh, that unique, though, was it? Why did it make her unique? It was, she was just a face. But they were doing something different. Because she was a bigger lady? In a way, yeah, they've never done it before. I just don't think it's that. I don't think it's like... If we get past... If if we just sort of don't look at body image, she's just a face. But that was a good the point. Face, they were but... they were using the body image sort of thing, and they were using the bullying sort of element, and that was what made it different and stuff like that. They've never really like. When have they ever been able to do a really good like anti-bullying story? They've never been able to do it, and they kind of were doing it. They what? they'd fallen at a bit of a hurdle with doing the Alexa on the Alexa rematch because they just. They did weird stuff with Alexa um, and sort of didn't make it abundantly mm. clear. They were they were doing okay with it. They weren't doing it. They weren't being spectacular at it. But they've never really been able to do something like this quite well and they were having a pretty decent stab at it and now they just seem to have given up. How uh, far just... can you go with a, a bullying storyline once you've beaten the bully? That's where a film ends. Mm. You beat the bad guy. You beat the bully. Yeah, I know, mm. but it would be a really weird sequel to then come back and have the person being bullied be the bully. Yeah, yeah. That's a really weird sequel. But Naya wasn't the bully against Alexa. No, and that's now what I'm she's saying. Being a bully. Now she's now she's gone. To, like as soon as she's beat her bully. Mm. She's become yeah. our bully. She was literally bullying someone the other week when she was just beating them down. Weird. It is yeah. weird. Maybe it's a case of they just didn't see the um, that that sort of run having legs. Yeah, that well, they clearly didn't legs, because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't have pulled it. But mm. it's just, to me, it's very disappointing because I think it did have legs. It just... Needed better writers. I was hit, I heard a really weird rumor the other day, and I don't know if it's true because it's pure speculation. <clears throat> but the the Raw writing staff believe that they should get an Emmy for Raw twenty fifth anniversary. Oh really? Yeah. Apparently, they <laughs> believe it's Emmy worthy TV. I don't I don't know what if whether it's just in terms of production or whether it is in terms of the episode itself was supposedly so good that um... it should get an Emmy. No, I thought it was terrible. It wasn't like that really, good. quite like, terrible. I mean, it was. It was all right. I would never have watched that show and thought that's the best Raw show there's ever been. Mm. Or, or, do you know? What I mean, there's been better Raws than that. Um, and it does Emmy include like top shows, like the HBO shows and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, right. includes, okay, includes so everything. But yeah, I don't know where. I don't know what sort of area they're looking at getting the Emmy. Whether it's in production, whether it's in. A lifetime okay. achievement award of some yeah, kind, mate, or something yeah. like that. But I've definitely heard a really, really weird rumor that people at Raw or people in WWE believe that Raw twenty fifth anniversary should have got an Emmy. How does or that should get an Emmy? Get 
how does that come about in a conversation and how does it get leaked? Do you know what I mean? Who Who's sitting around the table thinking, we should get an Emmy for this? And then someone leaks it. Well, you, you can kind of see where they're coming from. If like, I mean, I'm sure like any sort of company, WWE has its own disgruntled employees. And if you think as well, if like if a WWE employee is a huge wrestling fan of other products, perhaps, and think, ah, this, you know, this might not be the best wrestling that's ever being produced today. That they might go sit there and hear someone in a writer's room going, oh, we absolutely knocked it out of the park with Raw 25th. You know, that bit where Undertaker came out for three minutes and then said he was retired and then came back at WrestleMania. That was, you know, we swerved them there, boys. Like, that was, that's what should get us an Emmy. Maybe you'd turn around and, and leak it to someone and say, look what these idiots think they're doing. Yeah. That's... Not really news, that, is it? Not really news. I just thought it was interesting to bring up that... Because also, it sort of goes like, if it is true, that's the mindset that they're at right now, that they think they clearly what they think what they're producing is absolute gold. What their... Yeah. Yeah. Quality of their programming is. It's just interesting to see. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't think we'll hear much more about that. It doesn't seem like a rumour that's going to carry on. Unless, unless no, we I... get n- nominated for an Emmy, then we'll God, be like, could "Fuck!" You imagine we'd be like, "Oh shit, we 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 got that wrong, didn't we?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I I just thought it was interesting to bring up. I'd heard it and mm. thought it was a cool thing. Talking about stuff that should be nominated for an Emmy, though. Hashtag Love Island. Uh, no, uh, NXT. Let's talk about how great NXT is right now because we. It's been so weird. We've not talked about like how great stuff is for so long, and we've just talked we've about just been you neg- shitting on NG- New Japan and. Um, I didn't shit on New told, Japan. I told Mel. Is that that must be why she didn't talk to me at training? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't happy. She was like, "What? Why?" I didn't Seven shit on New Japan. Well, I told her that you did. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> because uh makes it for interesting. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, um, dynamic at training and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's great fun. Yeah. Thanks for that. Another, another bridge to repair of some kind, I'm sure. Good. Um good stuff on NXT. Good stuff on NXT. Ah, oh, so much good stuff. So much, so much, so much good stuff. Everything is so great. Otis Dozovich. I could watch genuinely one-man shows of Otis Dozovich. He, uh, I don't know. Who's Dozovich? Heavy machinery. The smaller guy. The smaller. Well, yeah, no. you say smaller oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Not Absolutely. as big as the other guy. <laughs> Not as tall as Not the tall other as guy. The... Yeah, he's funny. I oh, like him. he's so great. He is just one of my favourite things about NXT right now. I tell you what really annoys me. The only thing that really annoys me about NXT is... I really wish the revival was still in NXT because yeah. not because not just because of how they're being used on the main roster or how they're not being used on the main roster because mm. they're not being used, but how great would the revival versus Only Larkin and Danny Birch have been? Yeah, how great would that match be? That would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think um, without going into it too much. It's, they've not had a they've not had much of a showing on 
Are they on Raw or SmackDown? Raw, I think. Now. Well, that just goes to show. Yeah. Because they're, they're very rarely used. Well, they're clearly not Emmy material. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be on NXT. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was just I was watching only the the six man and I was just like, uh, only Lorcan and Danny Birch are so good as a tag team. Yeah. And the revival were really good as a tag yeah. team. Two really good tag teams facing off what? against each other that we'll never see. What's happened of getting off topic a little yeah. bit, but what's happened with Authors of Pain? Where are they? I think they're just like the idea is if they don't, if you're not needed for money in the bank, you're not going on TV. I've not seen them for a while. In their, in a way, I think it's a good thing because it means they're not being used badly. Used, yeah. So uh, they're on. I've heard someone was telling me that if you watch main event, and I don't watch main event, they they're on it consistently on main event every week. Right. So they're working the dark matches mm-hmm. and they're working the main event stuff, just squashing. Doing what they did with like Braun and stuff like that, mm. where they'd have like the local tag team or yeah. the local singles guy, and then they just get squashed by the big guys. Yeah. So apparently that's what they've been doing. Okay. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like the sanity, like sort of disappearance as well. Like if they're not on TV, they're not being used badly. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're safe. Well, that should be interesting to see after Money in the Bank then to see if if they're going to start rotating. I think they will in. start because I think a Raw needs a real big shake up of tag teams. Because mm. right, what's your opinion on the B team? I love them. I just, I honestly don't care about. I don't know what it is, but I yeah. don't care I don't, about them. Um, they're not like I don't. I'm not like blown away by them in terms of. Them being a tag team, but I love their the idea behind it. I like I like the and, idea. The idea is making me laugh, and I can get the behind same, them. Yeah, definitely get behind. And, and for me, um, this could be exactly what they both need because mm. they they kind of Curtis Axel's just kind of been lost yeah. for a while, and then the Mistarage, you know, he was still he was kind of in the background, mm. and so to make something off of that. Same with Bo Dallas, really. You know, he seemed to get a little bit of push when when he came up to Raw mm. for, at first, and then kind of dropped off. Uh, and I, I like this idea of putting them to putting them together. Like Curtis Axel has only had that moment where at the Royal Rumble. Do you remember when he was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble and he yeah. didn't put in the kind of road that way for Axelmania was it? Axelmania, yeah. Rode that way for a while, but it was it, it was literally out. A, he was literally doing a Hulk Hogan impression, wasn't it? Yeah, like dressed as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because they had a Macho Mandau as well. Do you remember oh. Macho Mandau, Damien Sandow? Yeah, as, well, he was doing everyone's, wasn't he? Yeah, but then they just consistently like kept dressing him up as Macho Man Randy Savage, what and they happened? were they were a tag team. Hogan said the n-word didn't he and then uh, they had to like get rid of it what about what happened to damien Sandow? because him apparently he's he's really brilliant. big in um i uh where, what's the um where uh carlos colon and the colons are oh. all from um come to puerto rico is it puerto rico possibly and i think i know what you mean now. we should know this this is like Proper wrestling history, Stuff. like come to what well, when they were doing the the colons again when they were back as Epico and Primo. Yeah. Come to it was come to Puerto Rico, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was definitely that. That's where they're from, and like 
He was apparently before he came to WWE because obviously wrestling in uh, Puerto Rico and islands like that is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, he was Puerto Rico's number one heel. Right. Yeah, like the top. So he's gone back there. I assume that's where he would have gone. He was in Impact for a bit as Aaron Snow, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Yeah, he was in Impact for a little bit, and now he's. I assume if he's still wrestling, wrestling, he's gone back to Puerto Rico. Mm, okay. Yeah, I really like Damien. Damien Sandow was one of the first guys, like when I actually started watching Raw in at university Damien Sando was the first like really really great match that I watched like just on Raw he had it was against Cena I'm sure it was he had he had a match with Cena it was the night where Orton punched lost to Kofi Kingston and then punched Cena's dad in the face oh yeah yeah and uh, Cena and Sando had a match before it and it was amazingly good for a TV match Damien Sando was right up your street for character yeah I love Damien. And he was uh, like the kind of. Um, what, he came he had, out in the robe and he yeah, did the yeah, sort of like yeah. a, the little singing sort of thing as well. Did he sing? He sang. I don't think singing was his thing, but he, he used to do the, the microphone like. I don't know why I'm trying like to do glass. a visual uh, on a podcast, yeah. but yeah where he'd hold the microphone the same way Xavier Woods holds it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he used to do that, and that was I, I always used to think that was pretty cool whenever I'd watch clips of that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he came out singing, um, uh, what was it? It was Orton's theme. Um, <laughs> he, he just did a parody of Orton's theme, and it was just really funny, like just calling Randy Orton <laughs> boring. Um Oh, what was his sort of like Monica thing? He, he did. I think therefore I am, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. But there was there was some kind of twist to it or something like that. Oh, Damien Sando, Miss Damien Sando. Everything that Sando did was gold. Like even the shit stuff mm. when he came out dressed as Magneto to Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that was so funny. It was. <laughs> and then he was. Um, do you remember when he came out as Vince and put himself in the Money in the Bank match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. And just doing impressions. Yeah, he just he just do. I see impressions oh, and wrestling. You know they go together. They go together. And then, uh, oh, Miz's stunt double, Damien Mizdow was one of the greatest characters yeah. to have ever graced professional wrestling ever. Absolutely incredible stuff. I loved. Just used to love when whenever Miz would take a bump, he'd take, <laughs> take the bump, bump on the outside. I saw that as well. That that may make just sort of like added. Oh. Some people probably wouldn't like that. No, you know, some people would probably into, hate into it. Into yeah, it in wrestling, but like I just I found that oh. hilarious. I I would tune in to see what Sandow would do next. I loved when they won um, the tag team belts, and Miz just won it by himself. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd never, he'd never ever tag Mizdow in, but Mizdow would just be selling on the, <laughs> on the apron whenever Miz did it. Oh, there was um, when they won the tag team belts, and Miz had the real ones. Oh, and, and he had Mizdow the to- had the toy to- ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was so oh, good. It was like, such a good fun. Do you run. not think that if they were to bring him back, putting him in NXT would be a really good shout? Damien Sandow. Yeah, yeah, he'd be great wherever they put yeah. him. He's yeah. just such a brilliant, brilliant guy. I think, was it, was he the, I feel like, I don't know whether this was just a Total Divas thing, but he was the, like, official for 
Natalia and Tyson Kidd's wedding. He officiated Natalia and Tyson Kidd's wedding. I don't know. I don't know whether it's. I don't know whether that's true or whether it was just because obviously Total Divas are known for doing fake weddings as part of like the things. But I'm oh, sure yeah. I remember that when uh, uh, when that was a thing that he was the official for that. Well, what else about um? NXT is good. I was saying to you before, Bianca Belair. Yeah, I wasn't. I and I was saying I wasn't keen on Bianca Belair at the start mm. because of uh, the braid. I thought the braid was too long, and it was too long because she was falling over it in yeah. matches. Um, but now that she's shortened it and she's not using it as a weapon anymore, which I I don't know. Like i try I'm trying to think if anyone with long hair has ever hit me in the face or anything with long hair before. And <laughs> whether it's sort of tail not. that you're gonna No, tell us. there's no tail. I'm just trying to think. Look. I'm just trying to think, would it hurt that? I think um if it was braided. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I think it would. If you whip it like a whip, mm. uh it probably would hurt. Because if you think of how tight a braid is, yeah, yeah. Um, it can be quite heavy, can't it? Again, we'd probably need an outside yeah, right. expert in for this one, um, wouldn't we? Imagine dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. Like a dreadlock's really tight, isn't it? So if you whipped someone with that, it's gonna, mm. it'll hurt. So yeah. it just does depends how heavy that hair is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the visual of it. Yeah, I like, I liked, I liked it. I thought, oh, that's interesting. The first time. And then I was sort of like, oh, that's less interesting the second time. And then I think by the third time, I absolutely hated it. And then now she's doing it less. I'm sort of like, you can actually see, ah, she's not just a braid on legs. There's there's, there's a a gimmick to it. Which she kind of was at the first time. Um, If she, I wonder if she can still use it if it's shorter. Because she she usually holds it, doesn't she, to to whip it. I don't know. See, that's that's something to pull out in big matches. I think. Yeah, for every now and again to but bring to bring it out, it works quite well. She's so strong mm. as well. Not yeah. just she's so strong and so quick. Yeah, she's got like the perfect balance between everything. She used to do. Mm-hmm. She used to do cross training professionally. Yeah, and she's good to look at. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> She's a good-looking girl. Okay then. No. Uh, well, I. Yeah, I just. I I critique people on their wrestling ability, Paul. Oh, well, I'm not saying. Well, she's a great wrestler. Yeah. yeah. For how. But no, no, no. How rookie yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah. She's athletic, strong, and pretty. Mm. Like, can you ask for much more? Not in a professional wrestler, no, I don't think. They're the boxes Except people want to Except for their personality. Well, personality does come into it a little bit. They've got to have some sort of personality. What are we talking about here? Wrestling? Ideal women are. No, no, wrestling. <laughs> Always wrestling, Paul. They've got to have some Always personality. Always wrestling. <laughs> They've got to be able to breathe. 
<laughs> oh, his breathing personality. Just wanted to know what that's your, just a really of, important factor. What isn't your it? criteria is? That's of, just uh, like the basis of, of factors. <laughs> Can we update the um, breathing? Lonely no. Hearts Club. No, must we don't be able need to, to update breathe. the Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> must be alive. I mean, is breathing really a requirement for Tom? I don't yes, know. Very much so. <laughs> very, very, very much so. It is the first requirement. <laughs> The first requirement. <laughs> oh, I would dear. have just taken off the Lonely Hearts Club that breathing would be implied. <laughs> <laughs> just have like, it's funny because like the amount of um, the amount of uh, funeral homes we've had to reject. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to have known, we've got someone for him. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Wow! Just, just to clarify, Tom McManus is not into necrophilia. If, need, need to yeah. clarify that, yes. I think, because yeah. obviously, He's gonna sue obviously, I need a statement putting out of that now. <laughs> Clearly, for some. Should we just put reason. that out now? No, yeah. do not put it out now. People <laughs> will read the status and they'll kind of be like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> I say, do it. I, I might get to tune into this podcast. <laughs> might do two, two against one. Tom, we've got to do it. We've got to put that status out. Oh, we should shit. put it, we should put it on leggings. <laughs> Tom McManus. <laughs> <laughs> we should put everything on leggings. Everything that we do should be on leggings. Wow, and I thought Damien Sandow was going to be the weirdest tangent we went <laughs> off on today. Anyway, if Bloody Bianca hell. Belair yeah. has like this amazing personality, she may well be the perfect lady. Right, okay. Woman. I'm sure your wife will be very pleased to hear you say that. She probably won't listen to this. Wow. She probably won't listen to this. Wow. I'll tell her anyway. Although, to be fair, yeah, that's your, say, listen, your solitude then, isn't it? I say say to her, <laughs> my solitude, Is this yeah. just your fortress of solitude? Just one hour that we have of the week <laughs> we come here. <laughs> she lets me out of the house. <laughs> we, we've been doing this for, for, for a couple of months now, Paul. <laughs> the only, the like, only reason What are you enjoying it? about it? Just the freedom. Just getting out. Just getting out of the house. Oh... Honestly, That's... like just not going to IKEA this week and coming here instead is. is Although better. to be fair, you moving house, going to IKEA is kind of like a requirement. I've been like four times. God, That's enough for a lifetime. I can't remember. I don't think I've Although, been to IKEA in like four years. I must must admit, I do enjoy it. Oh, okay, we we're getting into secrets now. I just think that there's so much choice. Yeah. Um. Whether your drawers are going to be yeah. mahogany. Oak. Do you need a new bed? Maybe you need some chest of drawers or a wardrobe. Visit IKEA in Ashton Underline, just off Lord Sheldon Way. Did you uh, go to the restaurant when you were there? Uh, I had a coffee. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend Simran, we went the other day. Oh, just, I saw this. Yeah. Just before the meatballs. Oh, in fact, actually, yeah, we had a meal. Mm. It was yeah. like four quid for it's Moroccan so chicken with couscous. If you get an IKEA and a free coffee, if you get like one of their discount cards, you can have it so much cheaper. IKEA well. family. IKEA family, you get a free cup of tea. That's free if you if you sign up to IKEA Family. It's free. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> For once, it's not Tom yeah. uh, doing this. He's just looking between me and Harry, going, "Tom, just be, just be glad that we're not slandering you for a change." Yeah, that would be. That, yeah, it's really nice, but I'm just sort of like, really, we're talking about IKEA? Yeah, yeah man, this, this is a consumerist podcast. Think of it this way. <laughs> 
<laughs> we give out advice on cheap furniture and good food. Are we having is Phil Spencer our next guest? Martin or Lewis like is that. as well the uh, money saving <laughs> expert. We've got him on. <laughs> Don Littlewood is online too. <laughs> Got Matt Allwright from Rogue Traders on as well. He's gonna be, for God's sake, talk about dodgy builders. Oh God! Think of it this way. Think of this talk of IKEA. In fact, I'll put this question to you. Go on. What's better, <laughs> the build of an IKEA furniture yeah. or the build of money in the bank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, IKEA all the way. I clear all the way. So... <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, Jesus. We can maybe move on for Bian- yeah. Bianca Belair now. <laughs> yeah, Bianca Belair took us to places. You know what? I'm sold on Bianca Belair. The places You'll never we, be able to look pa- at The places we have been with Bianca Belair today. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, oh, I about- can't wait to see where Lacey Evans takes us next week. Mm. We'll see. What What about this this main Alistair Black Lives Sullivan? How are you feeling about the build there? Uh, I t- it feels really weird to have the main event of an NXT show mm. have been used to like both guys have been used <clears throat> as developments for other stories, and they've just sort of found themselves in this match. What now. Alistair Black? Well, Black was used. To develop Champa Gargano, wasn't it? Because it, it was Gargano mm. had the title match with Black, and then Champa attacked him. I, so, hang on a minute. You're not saying Alistair Black's de- using being should be used as? A, I'm not saying he should be. I'm just saying that's what's happened. But, but that's just. But it is what's happened. He, it, yeah, in the he was supposed to have this match with Gargano. But Champa attacked him. Yeah, but, but all, up and before that, everything else the Black was doing was gearing him oh, up for a title. Yeah, yeah. So, so the match build. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that this is Alistair Black's NXT career. I'm just saying the build to this match and Lars Sullivan was used pretty much to as the catalyst for Velveteen Dream <clears throat> and Ricochet to have their match. And what? How? How? What because then he. They were having the singles match on NXT first. Sullivan came out and attacked them. So they both wanted a match with Sullivan. Who was that? Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. Yeah. So they both wanted the match with Sullivan. And then in the... Uh, in the they had, So Regal put them in a handicap match against Lars Sullivan. And then it broke down uh, because Ricochet tagged himself in while Dream was... Doing something, so Dream turned on Ricochet, hit him with that really dangerous looking but amazing looking well, at the same time rolling Death Valley Driver. Yeah, I get what you mean then in terms of, uh, so like, it looks like... This is a match that sort isn't... of happened by accident. Yeah, but um, it's really simple build. Yeah, don't, but, really simple build, but again... But... I've not been any less entertained by any of it. I'm still excited for the match because NXT does stuff like this right, where the builds are simple. Last Sullivan catching is—is uh, is it fade to black? Or is it the black mass? Black mass. What's, is what's the fade kick. to black? Fade to black. Where, where have is I heard that? Not Alistair Black, is it? 
it is a move. Is it? But I don't think it's Alistair Black's move. Let me let me have a look. Let me do a, a quick little Google. I've, Fade to Black is definitely a move. I don't know whether it's... Fade to Black. Oh, that's that's bothering me now. You do, do so do many we? quick little Googles on this show, Tom. It should be a feature. Uh, they're not really quick, though, are they? Not really. Tom's quick little Googles. I can't. Nothing's coming up. Ah, oh, that's really annoying. Fade to Black is... Kazarian, Frankie. Kazarian finisher? No. Mm. Maybe I'm... Uh... I don't know. Do you think maybe Tommy should do some research before we start recording? Well, he keeps throwing fucking curveballs at me with, like, what's the fade to black, the move for? Right, so it's the black mass. Black fade mass black is the song. kick that he does, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have um, to, that's going to bug me. That's that. really bothering Anyway, yeah. I think Lars Sullivan catching that, and then I thought that there was going to be, like, Alistair Blackwood, even the, yeah. the odds, but it was just Lars Sullivan fucking killing him with that... Um, the car crash thing sort of has to be with, freak with Lars Sullivan, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and and when we were talking last week about cool heels mm. and like he, heels shouldn't be cool, mm. Lars Sullivan isn't, isn't cool. No, and he's a heel, and yeah. I like him. Yeah, like, and that's like an ox, like an oxymoron, isn't it? Saying that you like someone that's bad, but I think I I think. There's nothing wrong with liking someone who's bad, but I think there's still the element of the element of you know they are a bad guy. Yeah, you're and they're not, not doing it to like, further themselves. Yeah, you're a... not like like Adam Cole is a cool heel. Yeah, or uh, pretty much all of uh, except for Roderick Strong because fuck Roderick Strong. Um, <laughs> Adam Co- uh, Undisputed Era are. Cool heels. Fuck Roderick Strong because of his turn. Yeah. So you were a Get fan it. of Roderick. I Strong. was a huge fan of Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong was one of my favourite baby faces. In Not wrestling. seen much of him though since. Like in terms of his development, he's joined Undisputed Era. I think that's the risk of putting someone in a stable like that when you've got someone who was still only really a developing character, mm. who who wasn't quite there yet. You they. He was just about to turn into a white hot baby face of like Gargano levels, yeah. And then they killed it straight away. So now he is, in a sense, back to st- square one. And also putting someone who's really easy to hate in with cool heels doesn't really work in my head. Yeah, like so, undisputed era wasn't in my way of looking at things, really the right move for Roderick Strong because what he did, turning on Pete Dunne, was really easy to hate. Yeah, Undisputed Era are actually quite difficult to hate because they're basically just, they go off the NWO So principles. then it works for them then? It works for both of it them? It works for Undisputed Era. Because now there's more heat on them. Yeah, because of no, what Roderick for, Strong for has done. Undisputed Era got the better deal out of it because yeah. it made them easy to hate and it stopped them just being the cool heels of NXT, which... I, I like, I, I don't mind them, but I'm not like... Like, a lot of lot of people love Undisputed Era. Yeah. And, like, I'm not... I think they're all amazingly talented, yeah. but they're not, like, my favourite kind of stable. I thought it was right putting the belt on Adam mm. Cole. And I like the idea of them having everything. 
nearly. Mm. But I'm not like invested in them as a stable. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I, I get what you mean. I'm sort of like... That Roderick Strong thing was the best That's thing. the best thing they've done with them so far. Uh, I, I don't know, because I, I liked it. I, I, I quite like them. But they're not my favourite thing on NXT. Mm. That's the thing with NXT. Every every week's so different because there's that many guys and they only do an hour. Yeah. Like you get like when when you're doing like one week it's the Pete Dunn, uh Pete Dunn Roderick Strong rivalry, and you're like, oh, this is really good. And then they're adding people like Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch to that mix as well, who are really good as well. And like, oh, this is really good. Then you've got uh Kari Sane and Lacey Evans have a pretty decent rivalry going on at the moment. And then Bianca Belair doing her sort of development. And you're mm. like, you're watching a character develop. And then the next week you can have people like Gargano and Champa just knocking it out of the park yeah. every week. And Black and Lars Sullivan and Velveteen Dream, who is incredible. Mm. Um, like, that's it's just why NXT is so, so good uh, in, at what they do. Because... They're just brilliant at it. They're amazing at it. Um, what you think? What are your thoughts on um, what will be the standout match? I don't know. I I'm really invested in Gargano Champa. I didn't think I was gonna be. Street, fight. but then the build happened, and the build has been amazing. <laughs> Whenever they've been on it, the build has been really, really good. Uh, I'm not really invested in Basil and Nikki Cross, but no. that's mainly. But I'm much more happy about that happening than Basil and Dakota Kai. I don't Dakota Kai. Am I supposed to like her? Because all I do is I watch and I just go, "She's a coward." I don't want a coward babyface. I think she does it well, though. I I think she no. I think she's doing it well. I just don't think it's particularly good what she's doing, what she's been given. I'm like. I don't want to see that. I get that it's different, but at no point, like, how how do I root for a baby face that doesn't root for themselves? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like the Dakota Kai thing doesn't think does is really weird. Um, Undisputed Era and Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Uh, I think it'll be. I think that's going to be the open, and I think it's going to be a really strong opener. Uh. I, I've got to say, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream... That's probably going to be match of the night. ...is going to be match of the night. I, I, I don't know whether Gargano and Ciampa can top it. I'd mm. like to see them try. Yeah. But I don't know... Uh, I just I forgot it's in Chicago. Yeah. Is it, so Money in the Bank's there. Money in the Bank's in Chicago as well. But yeah, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream, I think, is going to be the standout match uh, of the night... Again, Ricochet is so different. To, it, it, again, it goes back to like the difference of things. Like, I get, I get when when I watch him now because I've watched him more than I've ever watched him before. Yeah. Now that he's on NXT, <clears throat> I get where people have the complaints about he's too athletic because I don't see whenever he does a move, his enziguris don't. I don't feel the oomph of his moves okay. because they're so fluid. It's different. I can watch it yeah. and I think it's still like because there's other guys that I can go to for that oomph. 
Roderick Strong's backbreakers always yeah. give you that oomph. Velveteen Dream stuff that he does has oomph to it. So I can I can live with the ricochet thing mm. because there's so many other things that I can crisscross to. Like the Gargano and Champa, obviously their stuff looks like it's got real stuff meat. to it because they are offering the meat, I guess. <laughs> um but yeah, I I tell you what then, before we finish, because we're we're coming up on an hour now, I think. Uh, forty five minutes in. Are we forty five minutes in? Yep. Oh, we've got some time to go then. Don't don't uh, fill the time with impressions. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> really? Come on. People like some. Did they did we get any did them. we get any feedback about the impressions? Someone Tom? someone commented someone did, on the yeah. Facebook page saying that they were really good. Yeah. Who was that? Someone was it your dad or No, it wasn't my dad. My dad doesn't listen Fake to this. Fake account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it Dom McManus who commented? <laughs> Dom McManus. <laughs> uh, I don't know who else I can do. I sort of exhausted my list. Your list of <laughs> three people. You can only impersonate <laughs> Bill Clinton. Who else did you do? <laughs> I forget. Bill Clinton, Dusty Rhodes, and I did Marvin the Martian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did iced tea as well. <laughs> they made me do that for Sam Bailey on, on Wednesday. Know, he yeah. said it was quite good. <laughs> he said, but you only heard the yo, yo. Yo. Right. Man, I ain't, I ain't paying you to just stand around here. Get back to work, you piece of shit. I don't know. That yeah. Is awful. Iced tea. Sound like. like some hillbilly who owns a gas station in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> America. <laughs> Damn, America's just going to the dogs. <laughs> I don't know what this is now. This is the IKEA conversation for me. Yeah. This is what you yeah, okay. two don't don't badmouth our sponsors. At least ours was practical. <laughs> you get so much doing, choice. But at doing IKEA. different, being able to do different voices is practical, especially in the performance industry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Only if you can do the impressions, right. though. <laughs> I can do like, them well. You said I you could, you could only do four. I like your. I've always loved your Brooklyn Elmo. You know <laughs> Elmo, if he was from oh New I Jersey, don't know New that, Jersey Elmo. That's we'd it. we'd would we break the system if I did that? Like I feel like the frequency levels can't hack it. I think it can hack it. Go New on, Jersey try Elmo. it. Go on, try New Jersey Elmo. New oh. Jersey Elmo's debut on Around the Ring in oh, Seven Days. No. It's only taken us like, fourteen this was, weeks. This was like a thing that I used to do. Like we'd be walking through town. And I was trying to do an Elmo impression, but it came out as a new with a New right. Jersey accent. Right. So I don't know if I can. I mean, bearing in mind Elmo is from New York anyway, so yeah. it's only so just it's only across it's, the yeah. bridge, mm. the Jersey Bridge, it I is. guess. Yep, it's not too far a distance, really. I'm just trying to think of there was. Hey. I'm trying to think. I can't yeah. do it. No, I, I, I know, I know the first bit. I was just trying to think. We uh, there was that word of the day bit, but I can't remember what the word of the day was. <laughs> I, I think I know what the word of the day was. <laughs> I don't think it's a repeatable word of the day. <laughs> hmm. It was a questionable word that Elmo would never say. I don't say. remember. <laughs> I'll say it to you when we stop recording. I, I don't think. remember what the word of the day was. Wow. I'm not going to repeat it. No, don't, don't repeat don't what it is. You need to tell me don't what it is after the podcast. Don't make me say what the word of the day was, please. <laughs> let's say for like, let's just say the word of the day was IKEA in this situation. Yeah, go on. That's your um, that's your fuel for this um, impersonation, Tom. New Jersey Elmo has got something to say to you all. 
The word of the day is IKEA. I think we're cutting that out. Is it? Are we? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Is IKEA. Good. IKEA. Let's do a. Let's do like that's killed sufficient amount of time. It's uh, killed two minutes, Tom. One yeah, hour. It's killed two one minutes. hour away from my wife, I get. You what? <laughs> one hour away from my wife. And this is where I choose to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's looking pretty good now. Uh let's let's do some predictions then. I okay. wanna I wanna see what you what you go for. Uh Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus Only Locke and yeah, Danny Birch for the tag team. Retain. Yeah. Uh, my heart's with Lorcan and Birch. So no, maybe at some point, but, but I think my head at says this point. Un- yeah, my head said undisputed era. Uh, Black versus Lars Sullivan retain retain yeah. Uh, Gargano versus Champa Champa, yeah, I've got Champa as well. But again, heart is with Gargano. I'll be cheering Johnny, uh, but I've got Champa down to retain. Mm. Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Uh, what was Velveteen's last pay-per-view match? Um, North American title over. ladder. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I think Velveteen Dream's going to go over. I think if we're talking about losses hurting people, I think... Hmm. Has he lost to Alistair Black before that, was it? Yes, but he won because he got Alistair Black to say his, say his name. name. Who and needs then he that beat, win he more? beat Cassius Ono. I'm gonna go with Ricochet. Oh, it's a difficult one. This I yeah. think. I think Velveteen Dreams. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with that for now. Okay. Uh, but I think I need to have, actually have a think. IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh good. I'm. I'm really glad I just recorded that voice. Shut up! (laughs) That was a really clever move of me. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Mm. There's not been enough build to change it. Yeah, I think. I think Baszler gets damaged if she loses. It's for the title as well, isn't it? Yeah. If. Was was Shayna Baszler building to something else? Fucking hell. I've just had an idea. Mm, go on. I've just had an IKEA. Oh, don't do it! <laughs> IKEA. Well done. Listen yeah. to this. Go on, IKEA. Go on. Stop it. <laughs> Nikki Cross. I- IKEA. <laughs> Nikki Cross. Yeah. Beat Shayna Baszler. Yeah. For the title. Yeah. Shayna Baszler comes up. And helps Ronda. But wouldn't... So would that be a face turn for Baszler? No. Or a heel turn? So you would have Ronda turn heel on a heel? No. I don't know. It made sense You were going me, somewhere yeah, with it. Yeah, I was it. going somewhere. You were going somewhere with it. They've got they've got all the four horsewomen of UFC on contracts now. Yeah. I think they are going to do it, but I don't think it's going to be for a while. It's not, yeah. 
Um, I don't think it's going to be for a while. Interesting. (laughs) 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 Oh, (sighs) shoot. Oh, dear. Shoot, Magoot. I'm going to stop it now. Do you think we'll see anyone come up? It's usually after... It's not not usually after... It's normally after SummerSlam, isn't it? Yeah. Where they come up. Um, I don't know who's ready. Because they've not done anything with the guys that they've brought up yet. I know. Other yeah. places. Do you think we'll see? We'll start then to see them get rid of some of the chaff? I think they've got to. I think they have to. From the main the perform- roster. They, they know the performance centre's full. <laughs> Like that's been a thing for ages that they know the performance center's full, so they're gonna have to start making some cuts somewhere. But they're they're scared too because they don't want another Cody Rhodes. I don't think. Do you think he'd come back, though, Cody? Cody Rhodes? I think when Omega drops IWGP title, I think Omega's gonna go. I think he's going to do it because so do do what it? else is there for him to do in New Japan? Where where do you think he'd go? NXT or main roster? Where what do you think? I think they'd styles him from from the yeah. look because they've been tagging him in a lot of stuff and they've been they made a big deal about that uh, Street Fighter thing that he had at, with Xavier Woods at E3 this week. Um, so I think they recognise that he's probably on Styles level, mm. and that that's what they'll do. Says I think they'll do that. It'll be interesting to see if people go with him. I think, but I think Omega's going to go to to WWE when the run with the IWGP. Maybe not as soon as he drops it. Maybe they'll finish the story. If there's a storyline they're doing, maybe they'll finish that. Yeah, but I think I, I've got a hunch that in the next year or so they've definitely got pretty open contact with him yeah, because of the amount of things because they tagged him in that um, they had uh, footage of a match that no one's seen of him before oh. in the archive they put that on the network this week uh, they did something with the the street they've made a big deal of the street fighter thing uh, at E3 and they tagged him in something else this week as well uh, like either today or yesterday so they've clearly got pretty <clears throat> open lines of communication with yeah. him. Uh, so I think, yeah, and I think if Omega and the books go, I don't know whether the books will go though. Uh, it depends who goes with Omega. Mm. Like if it's just a bushy, I can't see Rhodes going. Okay. But if it's people like Omega goes, Abushi goes, Bucks go, the only one that I could see going down to NXT would be Hangman Page. Yeah. Um, but you'll just have to. I will just have to wait and see. But I, I do see Omega coming fairly soon. Okay. We need uh, another uh, in New Japan analyst to agree or disagree with you there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they. I don't know whether they'd agree. I don't know whether they'd disagree. Mm. I don't know, because it's just a hunch I've got just from what I can see. Yeah. 
He from is what's like staring the, in my face. The, the next big name now that they've not got. Yeah. Isn't he? Him and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but I think there's there's other people that they'd they'd maybe want as well. As well as Cody Rhodes. And them. I think I think they were pretty annoyed they didn't get a Bushi. <clears throat> yeah. I think I think they probably want Zack Sabre Jr. as well. Yeah. And I think they probably want Osprey. Well, now we're getting into the world of sports yeah. stuff now. Mm. So that depends on what happens there. Yeah. I don't, It'll build I, don't stock think, anyway, I think there's so. too many people that just don't want to go. There's too many. They, if you're making a decent living, why risk it? Yeah. That's the sort of thing. If you are making a decent living from wrestling, why risk it by going to another company that is offer, going to offer you more, less money? Mm. But with the only comfort being that the money's more steady and yeah. more, there's more security to it. If you're making a living already, you, you have a fairly good idea of what your income is like security-wise. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. But I think in terms of Omega, it's sort of they're now at the point of what is there left to do? Yeah. I've made pretty decent it's money. On the cards. Mm. So I may as well start thinking about going over. And also... People starting to get to that age of they need to work that reduced style because that's the reason Nakamura went because he wanted to work a reduced style. That's the only reason why he wanted to do it. That's the only reason mm. why he agreed to the WWE thing because he needed to tone down what he was doing. He couldn't keep up with the the current crop of New Japan mm. guys. Um, so yeah, that'll be weird. I think they are going to have to do a call pretty soon. Yeah. It's normally around about this time when they do it, I think. Mm. But I don't, I don't know who who there is to get rid of. Everyone's sort of got a place because you still need enhancements, Alan. Yeah. You still need you still need people to put people over, and stuff like that. So who do you get rid of? It's a weird one. And again, you you now have that added risk of more than ever before of what if they go out. And do something with themselves. Neville's contract yeah. is coming up soon. All mm, right. So, what's going to happen there? Where's he going to go? He would kill it in New Japan. Yeah. He would absolutely kill it. Yeah. Um, that would be a big. If they don't work something out with him before this contract expires. They are going to be kicking themselves, seriously, seriously kicking themselves, because he's going to be a big deal when this contract expires. Yeah. Uh, Sought after. Because people want him back as well. Mm. People want to see him, but he can't at the moment because because of the contract. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a weird one. It's well, going to be a real weird one. Let's see what the future Exciting holds. Exciting times. Mm, Where were we going with this? What do you mean? I feel like we missed something. What do you mean the podcast in general? Life? Oh no, not the podcast. Just that that bit about like we started with. Did we start with the Amiga thing? Were we were we making another point? Um. Oh, it was call ups, wasn't it? Who gets called up? Yeah, next? yeah, yeah. I don't know because I I think they've still got to start doing stuff with people. Yeah, it'll... first. 
probably be SummerSlam. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it'll be till after SummerSlam, well after SummerSlam. Heard a very, like, suspicious rumour that Lesnar's not defending at SummerSlam. I don't believe it, Mm. because the source wasn't very good. It was just some sort of, like, like the lowest of the low dirt sheets. Mm. But I heard heard it interested me that apparently Lesnar's not defending at SummerSlam. Mm. But I, I don't believe that. Yeah, no, he's I don't believe it. Probably will. If he's not defending at SummerSlam, then he'll lose the belt before SummerSlam. He must be doing. <sighs> but well, let's leave it there then, because mm. hopefully you should have Wi-Fi by next Tuesday. Week. Hopefully, hopefully by Tuesday. So next week you will sponsored have by our... Sky. Bloody hell, we're running through the sponsors. We've probably broken about four advertising laws today. Mm. Um, they don't exist on podcasts. No. We do whatever not? we want now. Excellent. We're also sponsored by IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's good fun. Um, so yes, you can catch us next week. We yeah. will be doing our coverage of NXT Takeover and Money in the Bank. Uh, because we'll both have been able to watch it, which we can't do this week because of Wi-Fi commitments and other things. I'm going to try, though. Yeah. I'm going to try. Give, I'm going to give TakeOver a go. I've bought myself a data package for my phone to yeah. use it as a wireless hotspot. I watched NXT. It used about a gig and a half of data. Really? How the... much NXT did you watch? 45 minutes. Oh, just 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, you watched one episode. Of one NXT. episode. Ah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> I thought you were doing like a catch-up and I was like, really? Like one gig to do a catch-up? A catch-up, no, like the full oh, right, okay. show. Just one full show. Skipping bits. Ah, right, okay. Hopefully, be able to watch Money in the Bank. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Right, well then you can Is that follow... you doing an impression? Though? Yeah, that's just me being me. Ah, you right, should, okay. I should have microphones around just my house. You're, just because you're a funny guy. I, I'm a funny guy. Do you, want to, do you want to hear my impression of a cat? God, do it. Here's an impression <coughs> of a cat. Ikea! Shut up! <laughs> Ready? That was very good. That was very <laughs> <Your> good. <face. laughs> You're like, the sort of like the nod of approval. Play that again, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He was like, yes, I approve. Yes, well done, that you. <laughs> Follow me at, at Guiding Light IQ. At Tom Wrestle Pro. At J Henry Hardy. And, and the pages. Follow the page at Ringin7. Ringin7 days on Twitter. Ringin7 Ring days. Ringin7 days on Twitter. Twitter. We'll we should uniform that, by the way. Next week. Uniform it. As oh, in, like, do it the same. Both. We yeah, should, we, we should. should. Will we ever do it, though? Nope. Uh, we might. You never know. If we'll we get, have like, a super on. famous, then yeah. Which Maybe. we won't. Maybe. Oh, well. See you later. Oh, we're leaving on a high note, then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>